2: Colorado Little League State Championship is being played this week.
3: Tom, I'm standing here with the Little Sluggers and some of their parents, and I can't tell you how excited they are. This is the Hot Corner. Little Stan March is the pitcher for the South Park Little League team. Mr. March, you must be very proud of your son. They've worked really hard to get here, Chris, and, you know, I don't like to really trash talk, but... I don't think Denver has a chance. With Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. Oh, well, I'm sure some of the Denver kids' parents would disagree with you. And oh, you. yeah! Oh, yeah!
0: South Park is going down! There ain't no way some little mountain kids can beat Denver. Not with my son on second base! On the
4: Odyssey app. Oh, it looks like we got some parental trash talking going on here.
0: Mr. Marsh, any comment?
4: Well, I think that there's
3: a
0: uh... Mr. Marsh who wants to hear from a Mr. Marsh. I am the ultimate little league trash-talking father. I am the bad dad. Bad dad knows no fear. And 1080. Bad dad knows no pain. I want you, Marsh.
4: I want you. The fan. You're the best.
0: welcome into hour two of the hot corner if you missing the first hour you can download that at the fan podcasts at anyny the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts uh, we've got the uh first ever winner fan golf classic coming up on Tuesday oh you uh, you saw the read there huh I did but this is for a promo this is uh this no. is not it um it's almost here. It's almost here. Uh, it's going to be on Tuesday in Tualatin with uh, Primetime, Isaac and Souk from 3 to 7. And in Vancouver at Top Golf, X Golf, excuse me, uh, with uh, Danny and Dusty. I will be at the Vancouver. Will, if you're free, you want to come down and hang out with me? I think I'm going to sneak down there for eat, a little eat bit. Eat some free food.
1: Don't I, do it.
3: I've never been. And I've uh, never been either.
1: Don't do it. I want
3: to get down to X. I've been meaning X Golf has been something that I've scheduled probably about like 10 times and every time something has come up namely from this station where I've been called in to work. Well, and Tona 500 to
1: go. you got to be here but
3: Hey, you know what? Look, Twice, I pilots. pilots I bleed Odyssey orange and blue and I'm just here to oh here to help out.
1: Is it, it <laughs>
0: I am ten eighty the fan. <laughs> you can only wish <laughs> you could be like that.
3: I'm definitely. I'm excited. I'm gonna sneak down there for a little bit uh, yeah. before I head up to the yeah. Berg. Come to the
1: Vancouver one. I'll be in the Vancouver one. Right. I'm gonna do it before I head up to the Berg. Patrick asked me if I was gonna show up to any of those, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I can golf because I'm pretty sure all the twalton times are like booked. Yeah. And so they're like, if I if I is can't it su-
0: just a winter golf classic,
1: <laughs> if I can't swing the sticks, baby, I ain't coming up uh, showing up. All right, <laughs> trust me. That's that's how I that's the only reason why I show up to uh, Langdon for the summer golf classic <laughs> is because I'm just banking. I bring my golf clubs and I am just banking on the fact that like Joe, this uh, group or this sponsor, they need one more, and I'm like, show Perfect. your mics on.
0: <laughs> You're telling people your secret.
1: It's worked out two nah, two years worry. in a
0: row. Nobody's listening anyway. All right, let's dive into this. We'll start previewing division by division as we get closer and closer to the season. As first pitch uh, is, uh, I believe, the end of the month, although we've got those Korea games, uh, but I'm not going to count those first even though pitch, they do count. if you want to consider it, it's actually it's tomorrow. tomorrow. yeah. Spring training games go down tomorrow. Uh, my uh, The score app that I use that tells me the scores and what's what the schedule is for all sports. Uh, I was flipping through the week looking at stuff on Thursday, and there was like 15 games. I was like, what the hell? Baseball? Oh, right. Uh, so we'll start in the National League Central. And, Joe, you said you've uh,
1: spent some hard time on this division. Lots of hard time. Got yeah, like what, hard. three to five? Uh Did you steal a car? Minutes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, after doing my deep dive analysis of the National League Central, this very well could be the most competitive base, uh, division in baseball. Top
0: to bottom is true. Uh, Brewers won it last year, followed by the Cubs, Reds, Pirates, and believe it or not, The Cardinals were in the basement of the division. They finished at last. They finished last. That's almost, I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. I'm just impressed. They had the same record as the Nationals. The only person bailing them out for worst team in baseball in the National League would be the
1: Colorado Rockies. Uh, The National League Central.
4: Um, What is uh, Colorado Rockies?
1: No, that is (laughs) correct. National League Central projected to be the tightest race Mm. Cardinals, uh, this is on fan graphs. Cardinals, 37.9% chance to win the division. Wow. Uh, forty C- Almost 40% chance to win the division after finishing dead last. Cubs, 20.2% chance to the win Cardinals the division. The Cardinals have
0: a better chance than the Cubs. Is that because they don't have Bellinger yet? Uh, that could be. That could inter- sway things. I'd be interested in yes. what it is
1: if they get Bellinger back. Um, or Chapman. Ugh. What, you don't think that could happen?
0: No, I was waiting for the Mariners to sign him to a bad contract.
1: Uh, 19.2% chance for the Brewers to win it, and then the Reds have a 14.2% chance to win it. Yeah, I think there's
0: a lot of really fun stuff going on in this division. Um, Like, the Pirates have a youth movement. You know, Reynolds, they locked up. O'Neill. Cruz had that bad injury, but he should be good to go this year. Yep. The Reds seem to be loaded from a ton of minor league talent. They got, you know, one of the top ten flashiest players in Ellie De La Cruz. We'll see if he can take that big step. Yeah, this division is going to be tight. St. Louis ain't finishing last. No. That, divi- that, that that organization just doesn't do that. Not with bona fide Hall of Famers
1: in Goldschmidt and Arenado. That can still play. I feel like this is a very hard division to predict. If I'm going to say a team's going to finish last, it's probably going to be either the Pirates or the Reds just because of the youth. yeah. But, man, like, when I was going through all these rosters today, like, I'll believe it when I see it, but it's like the Pirates, I don't think the Pirates are trying to be terrible this year.
0: No, I actually think they're trying to make a move. Their
1: three starting pitchers of their starting five are Mitch Keller, Martin Perez, and Marco Gonzalez. That's not bad. And then they have one of the best closers in baseball on David Bernard. Exactly.
0: I like Austin Hedges at catcher. I like Ke- Brian Hayes. I love him at third base. Brian Reynolds is a bona fide starter in Major League Baseball.
1: And O'Neill Cruz will be back. Do you know they also got old man Aroldas Chapman? Really? Yeah. Oh, they did. You're right. Do you know that their top utility player is a man named Connor Joe? Uh, great last name. Uh, David Bednar, excuse me, their uh, closing pitcher. But uh, yeah, they have him and then Aroldas Chapman. they didn't deal at the deadline. Um, but the big thing is, is that I was reading today about their, uh, number one overall picks they've had over the last couple of years. Henry Davis is their catcher, uh, who will probably be playing a lot this year. He was the 2021 number one overall pick. And then, uh, the 2023 first overall, Paul Skeens from LSU, um, Livy Dunn. We- whether, yeah, yeah, this guy knows. I, I I saw her today. It's up and it's good. Oh, dude, I am wrong on the Austin Hedges, dude. Their catcher is Yasmani Grandal. That's what I'm saying. Is that Henry Davis is their number is one overall pick guy. from 21, and he is likely to be taking over that spot at some point this year.
0: Here's your top four hitting
1: in in the line projected
0: lineup: O'Neill, Cruz at the top, Reynolds at two, Hayes at three, and the old man McCutcheon at four. That ain't bad.
1: Well, I mean, that ain't bad.
0: Give or take McCutcheon. Of, of course,
1: obviously. I'm not going to sit here and say. But if say, those top three can stay healthy throughout this year, that's why I'm saying like the Pirates might not try to be terrible this year. Mitch Keller, you named it. Mitch Keller, Martin Perez,
0: Marco Gonzalez. That's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. Like, let's, let's remember, Marco Gonzalez is a good pitcher. He is a solid innings eater guy. He gets you a ton of quality starts, but yeah, he's going to give up three or four runs every game. And he's going to get blown up every once in a while. But he looked bad, and we made fun of him on the Mariners because that's one—that's the, the most loaded rotation in all of baseball. Of course, somebody's
1: got to look bad. Yeah, it's very true. But as far as, like, and then I look at the Reds, it's like, yeah, they lost Joey Votto, but, like, at that point, you're just kind of losing a locker room presence. Yeah. And you're just going very, very, very young at this point. Like, mm-hmm. Ellie De La Cruz is obviously the star of this team, but and I don't know who it is on the Vancouver 4 text line, he likes to remind us every so often that he fell off after his hot start. For sure. And he strikes out a lot. Like, he struck out a third of his at-bats last year. So, if he gets more disciplined at the plate and becomes a more well-rounded batter, then he can just pick up where he left off at the beginning of last season. They also have uh, Noel V. Marte who was one of their rookies they called up last year and who, like, has the third or fourth best rookie of the year odds, uh, depending on what book you look at him. But last year, in the 35 games that he played, Patrick, his slashing line was 316, 366, 456. I'll take it. Like, that is... 450
0: on base is... Or a 450... uh, What is that?
1: What's the third one? Slugging. Slugging, yeah. Uh, For a man in that position, I'll take it. And then, as far as their pitching goes, like, when I was looking at it on FanGraphs, they're starting five, I was just like, all right, well, it's Hunter Green and... Yeah. But... I don't really know the Ashcraft kid all that well. I've got to look
0: into that. But Frankie
1: Montas was a nice signing by them. Well, who they don't have on there, who should be ready to go this year, is Nick Lodolo. And if he can get back to rookie year form, because last year he got blown up and then they shut him down... If he can get back to how he was his first year, like, I remember he was like, okay, this this kid might be good. Like, the Reds might have something along with Green. And then I was unfamiliar with Andrew Abbott and had to look up his numbers. And he started his rookie season great last year, and then he fell off a cliff. So it's, they have young arms on their starting pitching staff that if they can sustain him over a full season, then the Reds hopefully can sustain a successful season throughout the year. Because they had a nice little run there when they called up Ellie De La Cruz, and then it just it fell off a cliff. Right. So if they can keep their young arms throughout the year playing well and keep this young roster playing well, Again, if you look at their starting lineup, it's a lot of young kids, but they performed really good. I don't, mean, Spencer Steer.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say Spencer Steer, and then they signed uh
1: Candelario, God, who should, be, thank good, you. should yep. be
0: good for them. Stolen
1: don't, from the Cubs. Don't they still have Jonathan India? I know
0: it's like a he's like a dirty word in Cincy and everyone expects him to get moved, but isn't he still on the
1: team? He is. Yep. Yep. Uh, Matt McClain is one of their younger batters that played really well for them last year. So again, like this team is super young, but very talented. And I'm just in those. That's why I say that this division, and we'll get to the other three teams in the next segment. I'm Mm -hmm. assuming is that that's why I think this division is going to be scrappy and really tough this entire, because top to bottom, you have some good teams, but then like supposed to be the bottom feeders, the Reds and Pirates. It's like, they don't really want to be the bottom feeders. The manager for the pirates Mm -hmm. is, is escaping my name. He's like, I'm kind of done with first overall picks. Like, this is the time for us to start, like, making some...
0: I'm done with taking guys that I probably will
1: never see. (laughs) Good point. You know? Yeah. It's that... He's he's kind of seeing this as like this is our time not to essentially strike, but to start having the division recognize that we are now making moves towards like it's kinda like an Orioles thing. Like, yeah we made it we got our first overall picks, we built up our farm system. It's time for us to start making moves on these guys.
0: Well, the Pirates and the Reds remind me of a team in the American League Central that I will have a lot to say about when we get to the American League Central. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's, get to, let's get to the top heavy. I think it's wildly unpredictable to know what Pittsburgh and Cincinnati are going to do. But yeah, Joe, you're right. It's, it's going to be a tough out every time you're playing a division game. Let's look at the top heavy. I know the Cardinals finished last, but that's a brand. And uh, I'll give you my hot take on what I really love about this division. We'll do that next. That's Joe Fisher. I'm Patrick Harris, Today The Fan. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it.
3: Love baseball? So do these guys. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on 1080 The
0: Fan. We got and foul coming up in about 15 minutes, so make sure you stick around for that. Vancouver Ford text line 503864-6326. A little shout-out, I'll be on Third break again in the morning. So if you're up early, uh, I was one of the first people in the building this morning. I'm going to be one of the last out, and I'll be backing. We got a clopin'.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. So stick around for that. Uh, We just kind of went through how kind of fun the bottom of this division is going to be. And, Joe, like— Potentially bottom. Potentially. uh, You nailed it right on the head. And I think if you're, you know, baseball fanatics like us, I mean, Pittsburgh Cincy games might be kind of must-watch on a Tuesday or a Thursday. There
1: will be a lot of young— a fun young talent you get a that, good pitching teams.
0: matchup on that you get like a hunter
1: green versus uh, marco gonzalez or yeah, something just doing my preview i was like dude i'm gonna have to tune into these nl central games <laughs> yeah, a little bit in. more uh
0: but let's look at the dogs that have been there the big boys uh you know i am not sold you know you kind of swayed me on this in the sense that i'm not sold that either one of these three teams milwaukee chicago or st louis are like bonafide to win the division
1: No, I think it's a toss-up. You want to talk about trying to choose a team to win this division? Fangraphs has the Cardinals winning it. That's so nuts. Vegas uh, odds makers have the Cardinals winning it. For the sake of argument, I think we should have this
0: discussion assuming the Cubs are going to re-sign Bellinger. All signs point to
1: that. Chapman's a different story. Other things are a different story. I would be shocked if they don't get Cody Bellinger back. I would, too, and the way that I was looking at this roster and lineup, it's like you have some great players, but you need the pop. Right. Like you have, you know, Christopher Morrell is nice. He finished the year very strong for them at the plate, but losing uh, Calendario, Mm -hmm. that was some pop in your lineup, and so if you don't bring Bellinger back, I feel like that is – that's that's two big players out of your lineup that you're missing that were giving you home runs and RBIs and extra base hits and slugging that you, you need. Because whether it's Nico Horner or Dansby or, um God, I mean, Madrigal, I mean, like, it's all nice names in the field. Sure. but Sounds at, good on paper. Yeah. Again, in the field. I feel like this is one of the best defensive teams yeah. in the league. Um, they're going to probably bring up that uh, the Crow Armstrong kid mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. is making waves because he dyed his hair blue. <laughs> uh, but he might end up What being, are you,
0: Frankie Lindor?
1: Uh, he's going to get called up to probably play center field for them. Mm-hmm. And so it, it all sounds, like you said, sounds nice on paper and especially on the field, but it, it's... It's gonna to have to be a smart team if you don't have Cody Bellinger. And that's what maybe what you get Craig Counsel for. That's you hedging your bets is that if we don't have Bellinger, at least we have a really good manager that can make us put ourselves in situations to win ball games where we don't have to rely on slugging, doubles, long ball, RBIs like that.
0: Assuming Cody Bellinger is re signed. Hot takes exposed, maybe. I got killed for it this morning. I love this team. I absolutely love the Chicago Cubs. We
1: love the Cubs going into last year. Yeah, and they
0: kind of fell short but kind of got hot. Like That team was so close to making the playoffs, and they've upgraded. Look, Dansby Swanson can't be as bad as he was. And he wasn't bad, but Dansby Swanson is a better player than what he produced last year. Right, Seiya Suzuki is getting better and better. He is one of he is becoming one of my top ten favorite players to watch in baseball. I love the way he plays. He plays solid outfield all across the board. Guy's a five tool player. Okay.
1: Also, Justin Steele almost won a Cy Young. He did. And Marcus Stroman almost He would have been my Cy guy, young. even though Strowman won't be on the team. But but they
0: spent the money on Shota. Uh, how do I say? Ima- Imanaga. Um, I'll give it to you. Yeah, Imanaga, Imanaga, I believe is how you say it. Like they're bringing in a top
1: Japanese. Well, that's pitcher. What, that's where I feel like I don't know if they've improved. It almost just feels like they've stayed stagnant enough. Like Imanaga
0: is like a a
1: Strowman. It's a wash, right there.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, you need Cody Bellinger. You got to have Cody Bellinger. I, if they I, don't, I and mean, then this is hot take exposed.
1: Yeah, but it, if
0: but if this team but if this team got this close to making the playoffs last year, and they're saying Craig Council as a manager has a WAR of like six point five or something wild like that, you're not in the playoffs,
1: bro. You won the division. Yeah, and that's that's why it's like if you get ba- Bellinger, they they jump to the favorite. And if they get Chapman, I would love Chapman.
0: This might be the best team for Chapman. Because he doesn't have to be the guy. Very true. Because you'd have Swanson, you'd have Seiya Suzuki, you'd have Bellinger and Chapman. Like Chapman's good days in Toronto were when Vladdy was crushing, and Springer just got there. Like once those guys kind of started to tail off, Chapman was
1: so hot last year, and then come July, adios. I, I all I know is that this team is they're young, but they they want to get after it. I and think so, too. I think that they're going to be... You a, don't fire David Ross if you're not going after it. And I, I think that they're going to be a juggernaut at home. I think Wrigley is going to be popping every single, like, every single game. That uh, It's already sold out every game. But I think that the excitement for this team is going to be palpable. That really it comes down to starting pitching in a sense. Because, yeah, you're banking a lot on Shota. And then you need Hendricks to return to somewhat of a form. Somewhat. And you you got to
0: get something from Hendricks and, if, and
1: Jamison Tye. in Again, if you can get tie on to just stay stay healthy.
0: Do the Jordan Montgomery. You're not a Yankee anymore, okay? So now be you and just pitch how
1: good you are. Yeah, so, I mean, Cubs are one of, like, we like the Cubs. We've been liking them for the last year and a half now that I would love to see them finally push through because I think it is a fun roster. And, yeah, you're right. If they, you're getting Craig Council and stealing him from a division rival like that and making him the highest-paid manager in baseball, you better get results. You're going for it. You're
0: going for it. Yeah. And let's slide it over to his former team in Milwaukee. Boy, I can't be more down on this team. I just can't. I think I think Adamas gets traded. I think Yelich gets traded. I think there's a reason. The Cubs were interested in Reese Hoskins. The Mariners were interested in Reese Hoskins. I think there's a reason nobody went for Reese Hoskins. This team, I think, is going in the wrong direction. Corbin Burns is gone. You know, you they, they re-signed... <sighs> he sure is. <laughs> <laughs> they re-signed Brandon Woodruff, but both players are kind of like... Did you see who they okay, signed today? I guess we'll be with you, huh? I am Gary. I am Gary. I just, I can see it right here. Uh, I just, I don't love how this team is built. Uh, I think they got some young guys that things will be okay. But I expect a lot of the big name guys, the big contract dudes to get dealt. Christian Yelich is going to play for a contender this year, and I don't think it's Milwaukee. Well,
1: and I I don't think Devin Williams has a big contract, but if things are shaky and are getting ugly by July, you could see him getting dealt as well.
0: And they almost dealt him last year. That's what I'm saying. So, I don't know. There's just... For a team that I really liked last year, I... Think I'm
1: kind of over it. Well, and I there, feel like
0: I've drank Kool Aid. That's not very good.
1: Well, and I know that I brought up a Marte for the Reds, but another rookie in this division um, that he already "quote unquote" got the bag. Jackson Chorio. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
1: talk about putting a lot of weight on a kid's shoulders already. He hasn't even played, and you're giving him an eight-year, $82 million contract. FanGraphs
0: has him starting in center, batting seventh.
1: And they got him at third, fourth rookie of the year odds in some Vegas bookmakers. So it's like, again, there's a lot. Of, I'm not going to say a lot of pressure on this team because I feel like there is a this. third-ranked prospect in baseball. I feel like there is this sense around the league where it's like, yeah, the Brewers have good players, but I don't know. They barely kind of got into the playoffs last year, and then they get swept right away. It's like, yeah. how, how mm-hmm. much are we really confident in this team? And they snagged Outside Joe. of Peralta and Wade Miley, who we'll see if, <laughs> we'll you see. know, like uh, it, the pitching rotation is in question also. Very
0: much so. And you don't have counsel there to bail you out. Because nope. I think counsel bailed that out a lot by doing great bullpen magic. Joey Ortiz comes over from your Orioles in the Corbin Burns trade. And
1: their projected fifth starter is D.L. Hall. Yeah, so those those guys are going to play, but
0: let's not forget the Corbin Burns trade. The Corbin Burns trade is a rental, and everyone, everyone, even us idiots who don't know anything, we're like, Milwaukee got fleeced. Yeah. yeah, you got some nice prospects, man, but you didn't get any of the goods. Well, again,
1: that's why the D.L. Hall— You didn't get Hall, any
0: of the goods. D.L. Hall
1: is one Like, thing. Jackson's playing shortstop next year. I'll be keeping an eye on him for sure because it's like, yeah, it's his first real year as a starter, and, you know, careers are long, but it— this is the first year that yeah. it's on you to actually put up some results for a major league team. And we got to be a little quick about it, but with the Cardinals, I this I think this is the team with the
0: most question marks. I think they're the most question marks, but also the most dependability, and I know that's weird and kind of, you know, well, Goldie, backwards. Goldie and, and, and Arenado, Arenado, they
1: have to get back to form. They're your guys. And, and Lars bars getting better. You've got players. And this was the first uh, season that Arenado was not a gold glover. Mm-hmm. Like it was that's insane. Insane. to he's think He's like of, an like, eight time platinum gold Glover. Yeah. It's um, so the one question I have beyond Sonny Gray, because that's a great acquisition for them. Excellent. And from what it sounds like is he's starting to like already take command of that. Be The dude. Yeah. Of that pitching and catchers like, and pray to God that he can, because that will help Wilson Contreras because it was a mess for him in his first year mm-hmm. as catching for the Cardinals. But Outside of Sonny Gray, you've got Miles Mikolas at 35. Rough. Kyle Gibson. Oh, super rough. I can vouch for that. Inconsistent as hell yeah. and rough. Lance Lynn. And then Steven Matz, who's younger, but is just. The injuries Dude. are tough, but he, uh, he finished the year good for them.
0: All all these guys are dudes that I draft in the 18th round of Fantasy Baseball, and I start them for two months because they look good, and then they get shelled, Yeah, and it's, I'm done with them.
1: It's a lot of, like, names.
0: Right. You know these guys. Lance Lynn, he's been around, but have you seen Lance Lynn lately? Yeah. He's looking a little Sixto Sanchez. By the way, if you haven't seen Sixto Sanchez, you should look that up. So, dude's got a bowling ball in his
1: gut. You do get another year of Jordan Walker. You who do is crushing some balls early on. Um, so, it. I think that most like FanGraphs and Vegas and where you're placing your bets. I think they're just kind of banking on the fact they're like there's there's no way they're this bad again. Right,
0: right? and you're the Cardinals. They just win. All right, real quick, who are you taking in this division? I'm going Cubs. I think I'm going Cubs, I think too. this is the year that they pulled through because they got damn <clears throat> close last year. I think so, too. And what, what I love about the Cubs, too, is assuming they sign Bellinger, is the Dodgers, the the Phillies, the Braves, whoever get them in the playoff, it ain't going to be fun. No. It's going to be hard.
1: I would love to see the Cubs because I, I just love how this team is built. Mm-hmm. It's young. Again, the defense is going to be very sound. But it's got superstar vets. And I, just when Wrigley is rocking... Like it's a cool place. it is, it invigorates that team, and I think they're just going to be a tough out any time a team st- steps into Wrigley. Broke my heart in 2016.
0: All right, when we come back, everybody's favorite, fair or foul. But first, there's my man Will with sports.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor—you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Old Man Winter
0: here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex—oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it
2: getting warm in here?
4: Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. <laughs>
0: we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.
3: This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on The Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
0: All right, we do this every single Wednesday at eight thirty. Uh, Schultze is out. Is was he in Boston at a wedding? Yes. Is at Harvard? Did he uh, did he slim down like Will Ortner's doing for his wedding? He's got to go to. Um, they got Dutch Brothers in Boston.
1: I hope They've not. Dunkin', hope- dude, they're Dunkings. I hope he's just slamming crab and lobster over there. Dude, he's slamming McDanks and Dunkin' Donuts. You know, soft shell uh, Dutch Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Do they, have Dutch, out they there? have Dutch Bros I don't think they have Dutch Bros 32-ounce? Oh, he brought it with.
3: I, I think Dutch Bros <laughs> stops right around Nashville.
1: 32-ounce, some soft-shell crab. <laughs> Let's go. That Delaware ru- River runoff crab.
0: So we got Will Ortner sitting in, and without further ado, we turn it over to our favorite fill-in producer, Mr. William Ortner of Hawkinson.
3: Fair or foul, number one, Anthony Rendon. He said baseball is not a top priority for him. Fair or foul, this is the most epic display of quiet quitting of all time. In in sports or of all time? Ever. You Like, this is counting Janice from HR, who just decided that she is not going to do any work unless she absolutely has to. It sounds
1: like my previous job. I was going to say, very timely. <laughs> very timely on this. <laughs> on this. Um I'm going to say fair because I can't remember any instances uh outside of this um uh, in sports
0: Manny um, Ramirez
3: had some interesting ones
1: No,
0: he's fine. He's a Hall of Fame career. He just, you know, got popped a couple of times. I'm I'm with Joe. I'm I would say the closest is
1: DeAndre Ayton when he <laughs> got his max contract. When it it
0: snowed in Portland, he was like, yo, dude, I'm not coming. He's like, I'm not
1: doing this. (laughs) I made it in here. No, I believe he – it was before he got his second contract, but he said, I'm trying to get to my second contract, which is basically like, get me my payday, and then I'm done. So I'm going to say fair because that was close, but it wasn't
0: after he got paid. I'm going to say fair, even though there's probably something out there better. I'm going to say fair to it because Anthony Rendon, you have now catapulted to the top of – you're the biggest joke in the league like you are trash and you should go home in fact if i was the angels i would send him home artie moreno's not that smart he runs that team terribly but if i ran that team and i know your contract is guaranteed and you can't play more than 30 games dude kick rocks just get out of here bye get gone just cut him and if somebody else wants to sign him cool good for them they can waste their money
3: fair foul number two then i just want to
0: thank god Shut up, dude. Go play baseball.
3: Fair enough. Fair foul number two, the Nike Fanatics MLB jerseys. They are universally hated. Uh, well, because their pants are see-through. Hot. And, well, you know. Hey, you can see through there, my pants. Hey, I don't care. There you go. I and, shame. you know, the names, they're a little off. Verlander looks like a rainbow. <laughs> Fair foul. these are the worst uniforms ever, and
0: I'm Ooh. including your Little League team. Ooh, um, you know, I will say I'll start this off. I'll say foul on this. I really hate the, I really hated the like T-shirt jerseys the NBA was doing for a while. Oh yeah, the Christmas. I I really hated those. Like, I don't want to wear a basketball jersey because although I tan well, Mm -hmm. I'm fat, so I don't take my top off, so it's like blistering white.
3: Yeah, and I don't have
0: muscles. So like the the like the tank yeah. of of the uh, like I'm a Shersi guy. I'm not a jersey guy. Yeah. I'm a Shersi guy in basketball. When they tried to do the shirts, I was like, "This is going to be great," and it was terrible.
1: I'm going to say foul because uh, Adidas for a while was making some absolutely horrendous college football jerseys. The OSU sports bras, uh, and not so much like. Material wise, or you know, like comfortability wise, it was just the designs were god awful, yeah. And I believe that's now like there's only like three teams that's not much. Under Armour had some bad
0: ones too, Russell. Russell had some bad
1: ones, uh, so I'm gonna say that. Cooks, Russell Athletic,
0: baby, let's roll, let's roll. <laughs> I love to see,
1: yeah. And uh, what's unfortunate is I don't think anything is gonna get fixed, uh, anytime soon for I the mean, MLB. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, Major
0: League Baseball could. Could protest and players' union could could step up and say, "Yo, dude, this is unacceptable."
1: To, well, yeah, they already are, basically. But you I, got time. You're too close to the season. I don't think anything's going to happen.
0: Fair
3: foul number three, getting into some uncharted territory. Well, it does seem like expansion is going to be happening in the nearest future. I think Jeff Passan was saying sometime early 2030s. Right now, Portland doesn't seem to be one of the top landing spots. It seems like they want one team in the east, one team in the west, and Portland certainly doesn't seem to be that team. Fair or foul, Portland can get themselves back into being one of the top
0: two cities by the time expansion is decided upon. Well, uh, you know, the benefit is I was talking with Brandon Sprague about this this morning, and it's kind of like the college football playoff and, like, the landscape of college football. Like, guys, we know you're going to leave the NCAA, right? We know you're going to do your own thing, so just go do it now. I don't know why there's all this ticker tape parade and why you got to draw this stuff out. In Major League Baseball, look, we know you're going to add two teams. Get the stadiums built right now. Let's do it right now. Why are we waiting for five years? But what I will say, five years does open the door for Portland to get back on track. But to echo Jason Sukanik's thoughts on this at about uh, what was it five thirty today on primetime, this is the first time that I'm out. I'm a foul on this. I think I think we host ourselves. We were in the front, and we as a city have completely bundled this. Like we have messed this up. Like get your hands on the dump button. We have screwed this up so bad. Like, that's how I feel. Like, the city the city of Portland, the fans, like, everybody. It's just so much bitching and complaining with no solutions and just being mad about 217 traffic. Like, we sound like people that don't want baseball. And guess what? Nashville wants baseball. Charlotte wants baseball. Salt Lake City wants baseball. We don't look like that. And for the first Billings, time Billings
1: Montana and, probably wants and it. And for
0: the first time for a man that owns a Portland Diamond Project hat, a bumper sticker, t-shirts that was all in I love Portland Diamond Project. But I'm out. I'm out. We missed it. Yeah. And I think it's more on the city than the Diamond Project.
1: Yeah, I'm foul on this as well. When you got Jeff Passan writing a big ass article about uh um, About, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Expansion. And the only mention of uh, Portland is at the very end about, like, this little blurb about, oh, yeah, here's maybe some other cities that Mm. uh, might be. But uh, when they're using terms uh, like leapfrogged and jumped over, Salt Lake has, uh, it's just... And Salt so Lake's now oh. like, hey, we'll host the A's. Hope you're you. happy. Yeah, we got you. Hope you're happy, Portland. We're just going to sit and stay as we yep. are and just yep. be, you know, like. Oh, that's oh, cool. And, we, don't and, need, we don't, again, we don't want anything nice. I uh, and, don't,
0: and, and don't get it twisted. The NFL sees this. Not that I ever thought we had a chance at a team. But the NFL sees this. This is why we don't get all-star games. I mean, part of it is hotels and. Where the Moda Center is located, but geographically. There's a lot of factors that go into that. But even if Portland goes, hey, we haven't had one, like it's our turn. They're like, I don't know, man. Your viewership for the Blazers is down 50%. You can't figure out your TV deal. You said no
3: to the NHL. You
0: said no to the NHL. You were first in line for baseball, and now you're fifth in line. You know, you got a disaster ownership situation in the Timbers, which is one of the most fan love teams in the entire
1: league. Well, also the we NBA look bad
0: from a sports standpoint. We look
1: so bad. The NBA and their media partners really take a dump on any market that isn't Los Angeles, New York, or Miami, essentially. Right. Like,
3: yes, yes, but when you look at some of the other sports towns, they live and breathe it like. The Lions have sucked forever, and fans go every single week, and they sell out. And I know it's football, and it's a little bit apples to oranges, right, when it comes to football the, to basketball, but there is a there is a thing about Portland where it's not really a sports town. We like sports. We right. don't
0: love sports. Right. Sports Lo- isn't a part of our life. Timbers are the best example. Like, I, I have friends all the time that come to me, they're like, Patrick, like, you fill in on shows, you've got your own show, like, you are diehard Timbers, you watch EPL religiously, Champions League, etc. Did you don't see you? Mo
1: Salah by the, uh, <laughs> the other day, by chance? Yeah,
0: of course I did. He's he didn't really play today, good. though.
1: but He's looking um, more, uh, He didn't need to.
0: <laughs> and people ask, you know, why aren't you talking more soccer? And it's like, look, the people that are diehard Timbers fans in this town, they're Timbers fans. They're not sports fans. Mm -hmm. They're going home, and on the way home, they're listening to NPR or 94.7, you know? The Timbers are their sports outlet. Mm -hmm. This town, we, as what we do here at 1080, and this is no shout to our listeners, our dedicated listeners, we, at times, I feel, are in the minority. Mm -hmm. Because there's transplants everywhere in this town. So there's no, like... Reason, You know, if you grew up a Clippers fan and they suck and they're still kind of like weird now, why would you be a Blazer fan? If you came from Kansas City, like, why would you be a Blazer fan?
3: Well, I I also think the problem is where we're at geography wise. Like, there's so much for us to do.
0: It's kind of the Miami argument.
3: There is nothing to do in cleveland there's nothing to do in cincinnati you have to care about sports otherwise you realize that you live in a double
0: y you want to die nba NBA finals game five well i'll be at south beach i'll get there by the second quarter
3: it's winter (laughs) you can get to the mountain and you can snow or ski board in the summer you can get to the ocean you want to get on the river whatever it's we live in too nice of a spot
1: I just, I don't know. I'm sick of this city having a loser mentality that we don't think we deserve anything nice and that, you know, I understand we have problems. Every major city has problems. But even, like, the idea of, like hey, let's build a skate park at where a homeless camp used to be. <laughs> no! No, please don't do that. What? That's preposterous. There's just going to be tents there in a week. It's like there were already tents there last year, and we took them out, now we want a skate park, and that's not even good enough. It's like, how about a baseball team? A baseball stadium with jobs and apartments and condos, construction, and all the... No! There's well, an ice rink at Lloyd Center.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see if we still got a job here and five years when yeah, this I'm, all goes down
1: well, uh, one more thing about the passing article is he referenced like the media market sizes of nashville and salt lake mm-hmm. he said that they were i i believe like 28th and 29th yeah we're bigger portland is a 22nd i believe 22nd 23rd yeah it is it is above those two cities yeah. as far as media market goes yeah. so what, it, what like apparently we're we we do not deserve it though
0: that is fair foul. We do it every single week. Shout out to Will Ordner for sitting in. We come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up. The hot corner, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. 10-8 of the fan.
5: Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service.
4: That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites.
3: It's always baseball season. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on
4: 1080 The Fan.
0: All right. uh, Joe will be out next week. Uh, When he comes back, we hope to have a special announcement for you, but we'll save that for then. Some details we're trying to work out.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know that thing we like text and call about all the time, dude. We got some few. We got some few things cooking up. I right think now. I know one of them.
0: And then uh, we'll do the National League uh, East in two weeks when you get back, Joe. Um, so that's, dude. Have so much fun with the boy. Is this his first like concert? concert? Legit
1: concert. Yeah, he went to. Like you could
0: see people playing music, but like, here's my ticket. I got a seat.
1: Yeah, he went to uh, Edgefield for the Lumineers, but oh. he doesn't even like them. Yeah, so, and you're just sitting in the lawn anyway. So yeah, and so no, it's his first Moda Center concert. Cool. So um, theater of the clouds or full Moda? I don't know. So what's the difference? honestly? theater of the clouds is like Moda cutting a half. Oh,
0: so I prefer it. It's way better.
1: I yeah, I don't know. Then I'm I'm trying to wonder. Like I've never really take took note of that. Like, really cut in half? Yeah, basically. Huh. I don't know. Well, either way, it's uh, his first Moda concert, and it was one of those where it was like, as soon as I, the tickets were uh, were in hand for him and his mother, and it's like, I hope you guys have a great time, the the FOMO kicked in. Because I remember my sister going to Fallout Boy when I was in, like, sixth grade, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Well, how'd you squeeze the mom out? No, she's going, too. Oh, yeah, uh, like Joe. No, you know, no. A little Dinner? A little Absolutely not. Couple, couple Re- bevies. Not rekindling that flame. <laughs> just at all. Uh, you no. know, look how happy our boy is. Yeah, no. It's. I think he will be in between us two. Is <laughs>
3: Paramore going to be there?
1: No, Paramore. Unfortunately, not. That would be actually that Taking be Back bad. Sunday. Uh, no, Taking Back Sunday. You're just going through a list of <laughs> just, All
3: American Rejects.
1: <laughs> no, All American Rejects. American no, Hi-Fi. <laughs> It is Fall Out Boy with Jimmy
0: Eat World Open. That'll be dope. We the Kings. Does does Jimmy Eat World open and just play the middle for 30 minutes?
1: No, they also have that one. If you're listening, whoa. Oh, that's
3: the best (laughs) best EA hockey song ever. I didn't realize that was them. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. I sound just like him too, With Jerome McGinley. (laughs) <laughs> that was a great NHL year. Now game. you're jealous. That's that I am, Jokes
1: on you. Now. I am
3: actually really jealous. now just for that song. Just play um,
1: the middle in that, and then I don't Jimmy even know World. the name of that song. You can. Neither do I. I had to look it up. Like literally last week when I was looking up, I was like, don't they sing that one song? If you're listening, intro to the first Whoa. NHL game I ever had. Oh yeah, nostalgia is going to be hitting hard. Yeah. I love <laughs> that you mentioned Edgefield. I love
0: that. Last Edgefield show I saw, Abs and I went to uh, the Trey Anastasio band. I know that
1: shocks nobody out there. I, I can only imagine what that is. Uh, it heard. was
0: awesome. Abs and I sat way in the back. Jam band? On the lawn. Oh, yeah, dude. Trey is the lead guitar player for Fish. Oh. This, uh. is, his, this is his side band where he plays the songs he wrote in Fish, but he has a horn section. Oh, sweet. Dude, it's awesome. That is a and we cool. like sat way back in the lawn. We kind of showed up late. Well, we, we, got, uh, we got dinner there. We had dinner reservations, and then we ate dinner, and it was like gates opened at six, and but we didn't finish dinner till like seven fifteen, because we were just like, "Are you in a rush? I'm not in a rush." And then we strolled in, and we were like, "Oh, all the good seats are taken. You want to just sit right here?" And we, I don't even think we like really watched the band. We just sat in the lawn and. That's just what I assume you do for jam bands. Sat in the lawn and divulged some recreational legal situations and uh, smoked a a bunch of
1: tobacco, huh? No, dude, that stuff's the devil. Um, Trust Tree? Always. Um, Trust Circle here? Never gone to a show at Edgefield. Dude, it's great, Didn't even know Edgefield had shows.
0: Oh, yeah, dude, it's great. They do it on the par three course.
1: I will have to go. Yeah, it's awesome. I'd, be, I'd bring the clubs. And it's like all GA. Hey, can you move? <laughs> I'm trying to put this on the green, please. Four left, four left. Uh, Yeah, it should be a good time, though. Again, it will just be fun seeing my son enjoy music in that uh, format. That'll be rad. Make and sure he's has- spending $100 on a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, make Damn sure
0: he has fun. You know, let him be loose and tell him, being at music. Being at live music is about letting go. All right, I'll be on Dirt and Sprague tomorrow, so check that out. I'll also be at the Fan Golf Classic on Tuesday in Vancouver. So we'll see you there. Uh, that's Joe Fisher. Shout out to Will Ortner for filling in. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would